Good day, fellow investors. Welcome to the Modern Value Investing Podcast with Sven Karlin, where we compound investment returns as well as investment knowledge in order to help you achieve your financial goals. Good day, fellow investors. The comment section exploded on a two months old video because we can clearly say that Netflix stock crashed yesterday. So down 35% in just one day. And in this video, I want to just quickly summarize the analysis I made two months ago where Bill Ackman went in big and the risks and rewards explained there compare it also to Facebook and give you more insight into what's going on so that you can make your own investment decisions. And this is not the first time that Netflix stock crashes. We have already seen that the first time that earnings disappointed, but as tech stocks have been going down recently, this is now a 67% decline over the last few months. This is really, really remarkable. And even the Ekman effect when he announced that he is buying and the stock consequently went up, has been obliterated, especially with the last earnings. The important thing to memorize here is the market capitalization of 100 billion US dollars that we will use for comparisons and valuation later. So when we discussed Bill Ackman's, I'll put the link to all the videos in the description below, Bill Ackman says that it is a good business with temporary headwinds and that that is usually what makes it a good buy for a period of two to five years. He said it has a strong market position, enormous future growth potential, even more, maybe not growth in subscribers, but growth in business and prices. And then he, in his letter, explains why he thinks Netflix is a good buy, good management, economies of scale, pricing power, substantial margin expansion, as the costs will likely be fixed and revenues grow, margins will likely expand and that will improve free cash flows and returns of cash to shareholders. But then again, it is a stock that's going from growth to value and that's something that the market never likes. And we have seen a few months ago how the growth forecast for new subscribers was the lowest ever and that got even too negative now. So there was the first time a decline in the number of subscribers. And then also the change here, this is from the previous conference call and the total addressable market of 800 to 900 million suddenly disappeared because it seems that Netflix is already fully penetrated with users that, as I said in the video, and as said in the previous video that I do it too, and many of you do it too, simply share their passwords with other family members. And Netflix says that the actual number of users is 50% higher than it actually is. I share it with other two households, which brings the total addressable market as saturated already. And as I said in the previous video, market hates uncertainty. And that's also the reason why you see the stock crash. The update on earnings you see here, first time decline in global streaming paid net additions, and then also an expected decline in the next quarter. That's a bad, bad guidance. While hundreds of millions of homes pay for Netflix, well over half of the world's broadband homes don't yet. 
representing huge growth potential. So they still see growth with some temporary headwinds. They go describing in their letter to shareholders for the quarter what's going on, why competition, uh, and then 100 million additional households using the pa passwords from the paying households. So they are going to try to do that. They're going to try to make me pay for that too. We'll see if they will succeed. That's always changing something which can be tricky if you really don't have a strong, strong mode. And we can see that the competition is there. YouTube is <laughs> really competing also with Netflix, of course, YouTube is the best. Thank you for being here and also for smashing that like button and subscribing. But when it comes to revenues, revenues actually grew. 9.7% forecast, 9.8% in the quarter. It's not stellar as it was, but it is still revenue growth. And also, first time we see free cash flows, 800 million, we made an approximate 5 billion yearly free cash flow potential in our valuation. We'll discuss that in a moment. But then again, this is very interesting. What does Wall Street say? So 35% decline. This is from Seeking Alpha, an article. And immediately all the analysts downgrade Netflix. And for example, Piper here slashed from 562, the stock price target to 290. Free. So there are always analysts always follow the stock price. So here they had a high stock price target. Now they slash it because the stock is down. The reasons, several issues going forward. So subscribers have slowed and we struggle to see a return to pre-COVID net ad cadence. Then on password sharing a new advertising looks promising, but implementation is likely two or more years away. And as always, analysts are myopic and they cannot look two years away. So that's Wall Street. JP Morgan analyst Doug Unmuth, also the guy that did the conference call, this one, the last one, said how essentially conceded to every key point of the beer thesis. And he again, now that the stock price is down, moving to the sidelines as we look for greater confidence in restoring subscriber growth and reaccelerating revenue. But typically Wall Street, when things are bad, they move to the sidelines. When things are great, they promote the stock. Also, when things were great, the targets were 500. Now the target is 235 as a shocking subscriber miss and weak guidance. From the conference call, the first question was immediately, so what has changed over the past few months? And then they start discussing all the things mentioned. You can read that on Netflix or listen. So the guidance was consistent with pre-COVID and it is now past COVID. So there is competition, there is just normal doing business. On the key things, they're going to spend another 18 billion on content this year. And they think that 10 years from now, they should be getting much more returns on this content spending. And now when it comes to investing in Netflix, as I said, I don't have a position in Netflix. I was not even interested. It was an interesting risk reward, especially with Bill Ackman. But now it's the time to make a decision whether you are investing in stocks, like Wall Street analysts said, over the next year, two years, nothing will happen. And when nothing happens, the stock either goes down or up. If nothing happens, it will likely continue to go down. 
negative news, negative guidance. So until there is a change, the stock will not go up. But the question is, are you now investing in businesses or in stocks? That's the main difference that made Warren Buffett who he is. You need the right orientation. You know, 90% of the people, I'm putting a figure out of the air, but 90% of the people that buy stocks don't think of them the right way. They think about something that they hope goes up next week. <laughs> and they think about the market as something they hope goes up. And if it's down, they feel worse. I and, feel better. And you think about? Pardon me? And what do you think I about? I think about what the company's going to be worth 10 or 20 years from now. And I hope it goes down when I buy it because I'll buy more. So thanks, Warren, for jumping in. And that's the key here. Will the company 10, 20 years down the road be worth more than it is now? And then you will hope that it goes down. That's the key investing principle, key question to think about. Ekman says that it is such a business and then five, 10 years down the road, it will be worth much more because of the strong subscriber base, 200 million potential to increase prices over time add new subscribers and build more around the content and also the value of the content. In my free intrinsic value calculation table formula that you can download directly in the link below, we analyzed Netflix just a few months ago and this is the valuation table. So I have used free cash flows of 5 billion, expecting some buybacks over the years that will likely come over the years. A growth rate in Free cash flows of 10% doesn't mean subscriber growth, terminal multiple of 20, and then the intrinsic value is 140 billion. In a positive case scenario with 15% growth, a good growth stock terminal multiple, then the value is 267 billion. With slow growth, just 6% on the free cash flow, a terminal multiple of just 15, the present value sum is 90 billion. Remember, here is the market capitalization is now close to the bare thesis in my valuation. So if they can reach 5 billion in free cash flows to distribute back to shareholders and then grow that steadily over time, then Netflix is now giving likely a 10% return on investment for the long term. If things improve, then the return on investment is even higher, likely more than 20% in the positive case scenario. And now I also made a video of Facebook analysis and uh, subscriber growth there was declining, the business deteriorating ads, but here is it really a business deterioration factor or people are still watching? The question with Facebook was that people were using it less and less. And Netflix is not the same. So my view here is that Facebook, unfortunately for Facebook, it is deteriorating and all the bets is on the metaverse coming down the road. And that's a big if. But Netflix still is there. People are using it. People are still watching it. It is a pretty sticky product. So that is just there a shade of difference between Facebook and Netflix. And you can see here how TV time actually went up over the last, what's that, 10 months. So that is still indicating good usage. So the key question you have to answer is where will Netflix be 10 years down the road? 
And how certain are you that it is a good business and that it will be there? And then if you are invested or thinking of investing, the degree of certainty has to be applied to portfolio exposure. If you want to invest in Netflix, but you're not that certain, then just go with small portfolio exposures. And then if it turns out, well, you will get a good return to your portfolio. If it doesn't, like Bill Ackman does, he's not 100% invested. It's just one part of his portfolio. If it doesn't do well, you will likely get your money back from a value perspective and then go to the next interesting opportunity. Thanks for listening. If you have any comments, please let me know. If you enjoyed this podcast, please leave a five-star review as it means a lot to me. Thank you and I'll be speaking to you in the next episode.